Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio, airing five nights a week, Monday through Friday, on Ground Zero Dot Radio and the Aftermath FM Ground Zero app. Thank you so much for tuning into The Secret Teachings tonight, especially those of you staying up late, tuning into our show after Clyde's show here on the network. If you'd like to reach out to me tonight or any other night or day of the week, you can email rdgable at yahoo.com, tstradio at protonmail.com. If you'd like to listen to the show after it airs, you can always search the show name on any radio or podcast player. The show is free to listen to, but there are advertisements that are placed in the show. I don't put them there. It's automatic. So if you'd like to get rid of those advertisements, we have our yearly subscription service right now discounted on the website at thesecretteachings.info. That is discounted until the end of this year, until January 1st, 2023. You get a discount on the yearly subscription and discount on all four of my books if you buy them digitally. Can't offer a discount on the physical ones because um, printing costs and shipping costs tend to keep going up. And uh, we do the self-publishing. But otherwise, if you go to our website, you'll find the archive, you'll find my books, you'll find information about the show. You'll also find every day of the week we put up our picture promo so you can see, get an idea of what the show is going to be about each night. Last week was a really heavy week, I think. We had a lot of shows where we talked about demons and we talked about things like ritual sacrifice. And it's kind of an extension of the week before that. When we talked about Bollywood and we talked about Balenciaga. Last week we did a show on Friday, actually, the 9th. We talked with Derek Murphy about what I call Godzilla mode, which is kind of just a, a, a fun play on terms like God mode and how uh, Goblin mode was the word of the year chosen by you know, the Oxford uh, University Press. Uh, and we talked a lot about one specific demon named Belphegor, and a little bit about Urinome, another demon, and quite a bit about Baal, or Baal, who is one of the higher ups in hell, or one of the kings of hell, who is supreme over demons like Belphegor or Urinome. And it's always important to remember that the most powerful demon is weaker than the weakest angel in the hierarchy of angelic and divine beings and demons are divine beings they are fallen beings but they are demons nonetheless uh, angel-like creatures nonetheless uh, daemons and all of this talk of demons and all of the, these different types of words like diabolism demonology you know monsters and goblins and things like that a lot of that is an expression of the unconscious a lot of that is an expression of the subconscious a lot of that has to do with human psychology. When someone is, let's say, uh, Derek Murphy brought up on Friday night that movie The Northman and how there's a scene in the movie where these, these uh, soldiers get really amped up and they basically become animals and they go into this village and just massacre everybody. And they basically, in that scene, are like werewolves. Uh, they're acting like werewolves. I mean, this is kind of where the the lore comes from humans that do things that are like, well, like the beast from Beauty and the Beast, that they're monstrous. Uh, we are a divine thing, a spirit, a soul, and a physical body, gross matter. 
And we can choose to build that temple or we can choose to feed the negative or feed the evil or feed the animal part of ourselves. And when I say animal, we're not talking about like if you have an, a pet animal, we're talking about the animal nature. I, I, I would argue that some animals are more conscious than some humans. I would argue that some plants are more conscious than some animals. Uh, this is part of the, the, uh, the circles of creation or the spheres of creation and how they overlap each other. But I, I want to tonight, I want to warn you because tonight's show is going to be a little bit heavy. We have my good friend and very longtime co-host Mike D joining us in hour number two tonight. If you saw the promo, uh, I didn't fully make the promo. It's actually from the Satanic Temple. Uh, it's one of their after school Satan Club logos. And uh, I noticed something because my friend Mike who's been co-hosting with us for like a decade. My friend Mike sent me this stuff. I, I knew about the Satanic Temple. We've talked about it before. And I've pointed out before that the Satanic Temple, the people that run it, uh, more than just that, that guy, Lucius, I think is his name. I don't really think they even know what they're doing, honestly. I don't think they fully understand what Satanism is. I, I don't mean like what they're involved in. It's evil. I mean, if you listened to like Anton LaVey, Anton LaVey talks about how, and I've, I have a, a montage, I think it's the montage I have tonight that I'll play at the, at the first break tonight, the next break, where Anton LaVey says, and I'm not saying Anton LaVey was a good guy, I, I, I don't think he was a good guy at all, but Anton LaVey talks about Memento Mori and how a lot of the symbols that Satanists use, like the skull and the skeleton and things like this, they're actually reminders that life is short and that you should always make sure that you're getting the most out of life, which certainly cannot or can be a very bad thing, right? If you justify having a short life and having you know very little time to experience this realm, uh, to experience this reality, if you justify um, terrible actions in the name of, well, life is short, well, you only live once. I have a fear of missing out, you know, YOLO and FOMO. I'll just succumb to the goblins in my head. I'll go right into goblin mode because what's the point, right? Now, Anton LaVey said that those symbols mean that death is always around the corner. And they are a reminder of death and that Satanists don't necessarily worship death. They respect death. And... I've listened to interviews where LeVay said those kinds of things. And I always wondered if the people that call themselves Satanists today have actually listened to LeVay. Have, have they actually read the Satanic Bible? Like I've read, I personally, I've read the Satanic Bible. And it can be very alluring to people, especially young people, the idea of doing whatever you want to do to please yourself, your, basically your body, your choice. But I don't think from from my study, from what I've read, because I've read the Satanic Bible, um, I've read the Satanic spells and all the stuff that these people talk about and write about. It's not all LaVey. And certainly, I, I won't mince words here, certainly these people I think are delusional and I think some of them are psychotic and I think they're justifying their own inabilities or unwillingness to take responsibility for their lives 
to be respectable individuals, uh, to have the willpower to better themselves and to better you know, their communities and to better the people around them and to really move human civilization forward rather than backwards. And it's kind of strange because Satanists today tend to refer to themselves, especially if you're talking about the Satanic Temple, they talk about scientific rationalism and progress. But those words don't mean anything when the, the basis of your belief system is decay and grotesqueness and death. So there's certainly a difference between what Anton LaVey wrote and talked about, and I don't think he was a good guy by any means, and what a lot of people today who call themselves Satanists really believe in. In the same way, and I can tell you this from first-hand experience and second-hand experience, the people today who call themselves Nazis or neo-Nazis, these people probably would have been exterminated by the real German Nazis, by the Nazi party. I say that because most Nazis today, if you ever actually met a Nazi, I've met real Nazis. And um, I've got secondhand accounts from people who used to live with Nazis, people I've been friends with, people I've known. And all those Nazi people, all those neo-Nazis, all they do is heroin. (laughs) They don't, they don't fight for some master race, and they're certainly not the master race. And it's like you have to redefine what exactly is Nazism and what, what exactly is like, what, what do all these words mean? Like you can say you're a Nazi, but you know Adolf Hitler would have probably had you executed in a firing squad. You know, you're, you're, you are a drag on society. Those are the kinds of people, you know, if you just sit around doing heroin and doing nothing, those are the kinds of people that the Nazis didn't like. They wanted people to be productive. And it's the same thing with Satanists. Like, I'm sure that Anton LaVey has a, had, and I, because I've read his writings, has a much different viewpoint on Satanism than most of the people running around today with pentagram necklaces and tattoos of the sigil of Lucifer. I'm pretty sure that LaVey would have, I mean, I'm not, I'm not speaking for, uh, LeVay, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure that people like LeVay, like the, the higher-ups, that, that they laugh and mock you. Uh, and, and in fact, that is, I think, really kind of at the core of what the Satanic Temple in particular is all about. Uh, my friend and co-host, Mike D., I keep saying that because we have new listeners coming in. My friend and co-host, Mike D., who's going to be joining us in the second hour, he sent me a bunch of news articles about the Satanic Temple and about how their, well, they just recently, on Friday, installed what they call the Serpent of Genesis statue inside the Illinois State Capitol. And it's kind of like this reflective, uh, mirrored, uh, rectangular cube type thing with a serpent, it's a gray serpent, wrapped around it, and then its head comes up, and it's on like a little bowl of fruit, of apples. They actually kind of look like persimmons, not apples. Um, and then the snake rests its head inside of a book, which I presume is the Bible or some, perhaps maybe it's a, it's too big to be the satanic Bible, but something to that effect. So this is what they, they, they put up. Uh, and of course, last year, the satanic temple installed what they called the baby Baphomet statue in the uh, annual Illinois Capitol rotunda for the holiday display. So, 
that's something that recently happened, but there have been some other stories, some recent, some couple of months ago. The Satanic Temple filed a lawsuit against a Pennsylvania elementary school for refusing to host what they called, quote, after-school Satan Club. This is at the Northern Elementary School in York, Pennsylvania. They say it violates the Constitution. We'll come back to that. Another story, more recent, like Friday, more recent, right before the weekend. After-school Satan Club at Virginia High School has parents at their, uh, their wit's end. As controversy rolls a Virginia town over a planned Satanist after-school club, organizers and parents share their perspectives. The city of Chesapeake has recently drawn national attention as the center of a firestorm sweeping the southeastern Virginia community after the Satanic Temple, which kind of funny is TST. Uh, the Satanic Temple has attempted to establish an after-school Satan club, what they call ASSC, for kids at the local B.M. Williams Primary School. And then another story, this was from November. Parents slam school's sick Satan club for children as young as five. Parents call it disgusting. A California elementary school is facing backlash from parents after promoting an after-school Satan club aimed at kids as young as five. The controversial club is slated to hold monthly meetings starting in December, that's this month, at Golden Hills Elementary School. And this is in Bakersfield, California. It was created by the non-theistic religious organization, the Satanic Temple, not to be confused with the Church of Satan, uh, or what I call the Church of Hell, as an antidote for the evangelical Christian groups cropping up in public schools. So there you have... A couple of different stories. The, the first one, which is in York, Pennsylvania, that's back in April. And the controversy before the lawsuit goes back before then. Then in November, you have the same thing happening in California. So you have Pennsylvania, California, and then you have more recently, like this weekend more recently, you have the story out of Virginia. So this is coast to coast. Not AM. <laughs> this is coast to coast. Pennsylvania, California, and Virginia. So it's east to west. All three of those states, and there are plenty of other states, Illinois, etc., that have after-school Satan clubs that are being introduced, and a lot of schools don't like it, parents don't like it, and so as a result, in one case, the Satanic Temple is suing as a violation, claiming there's a violation of religious rights. And in other cases, parents are pushing back and the schools are saying no. But what is at the core of all this? In, in, in all three cases, we're talking about, well, an elementary school in Pennsylvania. We're talking about a elementary school in California. We're talking about kids in Virginia the after-school Satan Club at the B.M. Williams Primary School. What's the pattern here? It's the Satanic Temple masquerading as the voice of Anton LaVey and the voice of the devil, and they're specifically targeting elementary school. Now, we could have a discussion and a debate about whether it's acceptable or okay to teach 
kids in elementary school or younger about Christianity or Islam or any other religion. And I know that my friend Mike D., our co-host in the second hour tonight, I know that Mike D. kind of disagrees with that and says that he doesn't believe that kids should be taught religion at all uh, at a young age. I don't want to speak for Mike. I just know we've talked about that before. Um, I kind of slightly disagree with that. I get the idea. It all comes down. It all boils down. It all comes back once again to how do you define religion and how do you define Satanism? Because this satanic temple stuff, I'm pretty sure Anton LaVey would have mocked these people and laughed at them. In the same way that these modern neo-Nazis, if you can actually find one, there aren't many of them, Hitler would have exterminated those people. You're not a Nazi. And you're not a Satanist. I've used that word twice tonight, I think. Mocking. That's what I think this is about. I'm pretty sure that even Satanists are being mocked by the same entity, the same energy, the same spirit that mocks and ridicules Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and for that matter, any other more spiritual religion like Buddhism, Hinduism. Well, Buddhism is like an offshoot of Hinduism ultimately, but all of the different Eastern religions that are t- tend to be more spiritual and not so institutionalized. Satanists, by definition, mock and invert Christian symbols and Christian ideas. I think, therefore, by definition, although Satanism is religious in the sense that there's a figure that is venerated, Satan, obviously, I also think that if the goal of your religion is to mock and criticize and invert other religions, and not just Christianity, but any religion that teaches of a higher power, any religion that teaches of a higher authority, any religious that religion that teaches of a divine order and, and um, you know, essentially rules that need to be followed. It mocks all of those things. And if that's the case, Satanism really isn't a religion. Satanism is really like a cult and not a good cult. There are good cults. Satanism is a really nasty cult then. And the weird thing is, like, I've, I've known Satanists. When I lived in Boise, Idaho, there was a guy that worked at a grocery store I would, I would frequent. And he was proudly a Satanist. And I remember asking him one time, I, I, he wasn't a friend of mine, but I knew him very well because I was in this store all the time. And I, I remember asking him one day, I saw that he had the pentagram tattooed on his arm. But kind of like the, the satanic version of it with the goat head. And I said, oh, I see you got a new tattoo. And he, and he was very excited. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got the pentagram with the goat and all that. And I said, because he, you know, he had told me he was a Satanist. I said, have you ever, you know, have you, I'm assuming you've read the, have you ever read the Satanic Bible? And he said, oh, no, I've, I've not read it yet. I'm, I'm getting to it. And you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, well, before you get the Satanic, one of those Satanic symbols tattooed, you, you might want to read the book. <laughs> but he was a nice guy. And, he, and, and you know, I talked to him before. He, I mean, maybe deep down, maybe he was a really messed up person and maybe he was somebody else behind. the. I mean, we all are a little bit different behind the scenes than what we put out to the public. But he was he didn't he, he never expressed any 
you know, viewpoints of Satanism. I asked him like, what exactly is it to you? And he said, it's just like following my own path and doing, you know, kind of the things that, you know, otherwise are taboo in society that, you know, I don't, you know, that otherwise you'd be, you know, ridiculed for doing. And so there, therein lies the, the reason that it's attractive to people, because that's, that's where you get a little bit of that social justice stuff, right? You get the, the BLM, you get the feminism, you get the down with the patriarchy stuff. You get all that. That's get gets mixed in with Satanism. That's not Satanism though. Okay. That's postmodernism. That's Marxism. That's class warfare. And Marxism and class warfare classically, traditionally, by definition, whether it's in Stalin's Russia or Mao's China, far more than the things that happened in, quote, fascist Italy or Nazi Germany, where religion was still very much a part of everyday life. Hitler was a, was a devout Catholic. A lot of the ritualistic occult stuff came from Heinrich Himmler, uh, the former chicken farmer. He was the occultist. Hitler might have been interested in those things to obtain power, but Hitler was actually Catholic or Christian or something to that effect. And, and he was a vegetarian, as a matter of fact, too. When you look at Stalin's Russia and Mao's China, we're not going to get off into, into that you know, area of, of history, but the point is, in those places, there was no religion. Christians were um, persecuted. Muslims were persecuted. Jews were persecuted. And that's one thing about history I don't understand. It's like we're so concerned with the persecution of Jews in Nazi Germany when in fascist Italy, Jews were actually protected by the state. And in places like Russia or China, it didn't matter what your religion was. Everybody was a threat because the state was the religion. So this is why Satanism can get grouped together with, let's say, communism or can get grouped together with, say, uh, socialism. These words today mean something different than they did then, but it can get grouped together with Marxism because these belief systems advocate for a one-party, one-size-fits-all collectivized society where the state is God. And therefore, you have to eliminate any belief system, any free thought, which is focused on a higher authority above the state. And, well, Satanism, ultimately at its core of, of, of its use politically, is meant to mock and ridicule and eradicate all forms of divine worship and focus, which, you know, at its core is really the internal self. So you can't have any kind of self-respect, any kind of dignity, any kind of self-responsibility. You know, the government takes care of you. There's no higher authority than the government. This is why Satanism is very popular. Um, historically, Satan is, uh, Satanism, even if they don't call it Satanism, um, is very popular in places uh, of authoritarian regimes. They destroy uh, religion, all forms of religion. And it's the same kind of a thing when you look at like Hollywood or you look at the entertainment industry, all you see is the mockery of religious iconography, symbols, ideas, beliefs. And somehow Satanism is like the cool thing to do. Satanism is like a cigarette, like it's cool to smoke a cigarette, it's cool to be a Satanist. But you're not even actually a real Satanist. And the Satanic Temple, I, I don't consider these people real Satanists. Um, maybe the idea... But I'm pretty sure real Satanists would probably exterminate these people, just like, you know, real Nazis would probably exterminate these fake neo-Nazis that exist today, if you can find one. We're going to go further into this when we come back from break. Also, a woman in Billings, Montana, murdered somebody over the weekend 
as part of a satanic initiation. I'll tell you about that when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings. Keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. Like, what is Satanism, like, really? I mean, to me, it's a logical format of exactly how to fundamentally get the most out of life without any kind of dogma, superstition, fear, or anything else controlling you. It's you being completely in control of your universe. Be a man. Be a Attraction to Satan is one of the ultimate rebel, the one that wants to work against order, the authority, so to speak, of Yahweh, of God. We support the idea of Lucifer as a metaphorical figure and his influence on man. We say these things like the skulls, the tombstones, the coffins, any of these various objects of art are memento mores, are just symbols of death. These are, do not imply in any way that we're the least bit eager to die or have any 
sort of Freudian death wish. On the contrary, these are constant reminders that death is around the corner, and death doesn't present a better what we have now world. Great day to be a Satanist. I believe it, and I'm very excited about it. We're not what you think we are. Satanic Temple was an idea between a handful of people directly confronting authority. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm very excited about it. The ultimate rebel. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Work against order. The authority. Thank you, Satan. Yahweh of God. Thank you, Satan. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. What is Satanism? And is there a difference between, well, the Satanic Temple and the Church of Satan or the Church of Hell, whatever you want to call it, and, well, the Satanists that you might see walking down the street that like to use Lucifer sigils or pentagrams as indicators that they're cool, or they believe in being responsible for your own body and doing the things that are pleasurable, no matter the cost, no matter the consequence. I'm pretty sure that the Satanic Bible and the etiology and perhaps the psychosis behind it, and that people like Anton LaVey and his largely delusional psychotic followers are probably a lot more balanced. This is probably a controversial statement. I'd say Anton LaVey is more balanced and it, and was probably, I never met Anton LaVey, but I, I'd assume Anton LaVey was probably a better person, relatively speaking, than the Satanists today wandering around suing people over religious rights when their religion fundamentally is based on debauchery, I'd say not just immorality, but amorality, and the mocking of other religious practices, particularly anything relating to the divine. And I also think that it's largely the fault of institutional religions for neglecting or refusing or being unwilling to really describe not what God is, but the idea of God. The idea of God is balance. The idea of God is objectivity. The idea of God is reason, logic, which is ironic because Satanists today claim that their belief system is based on scientific rationale. It's essentially postmodernism. There's no facts, it's all emotion. And it holds a lot of substance that is very similar to the substance held by modern technological progressivism, which is why traditionally, historically, in the 20th century, you see that progressivism, technocracy, postmodernism type of thinking, scientific rationale type of thinking, as Karl Marx wrote, his philosophies on economics and collectivized societies and class warfare were scientific. And therefore, if you disagreed with Karl Marx, you were anti-science. Same argument used today about everything, right? You're anti-woman, you're anti-black, you're anti-science. 
So scientific rationale, postmodernism, and progressivism and technocracy really are key components, not only of, well, political ideology, but of religious ideology. And I think that those kinds of Satanists are a lot different than LaVey Satanists. Maybe not extremely different, but a little bit different. In the same way that if you actually met a real neo-Nazi today, they're usually weak, pathetic, we'll use the term soy boys, that shoot up heroin all day. And they're very similar to the weak, pathetic, soy boy communists Antifa that likewise shoot up heroin all day. You know, I mean, if Antifa and Nazis got together, they'd find out they have a lot in common. Heroin. They got a lot in common. They like drugs. Lots of promiscuity. They like breaking things and vandalizing things and destroying things. There's a weird energy and a weird feeling that I get from the satanic temple. They've installed the serpent of Genesis in, well, at, at the moment over the weekend, at the, uh, or I guess it was technically on the 9th, so Friday into the Saturday, uh, inside the Illinois State Capitol. They also installed the baby Baphomet statue at the Illinois Capitol Rotunda holiday display last year. And when I see that kind of stuff, I get a weird energy, not because of kind of what it implies religiously, because I am, I'm not a Christian, certainly not a Satanist. And when I see this kind of stuff, I think these people are, I guess by one definition, Satanists in the sense that if I go to a dictionary and I type in or if I look up Satanism, it's basically, it it involves a, a travesty of Christian symbols and practices. So it's basically taking a cross and turning it upside down, right? It's like inverting the word live, L-I-V-E-E-V-I-L. That's Satanism. But in another way, I don't think that the people that are doing this in the Satanic Temple know what they're doing, know what they're talking about. For example, when you look at the logo of the Satanic Temple uh, and the After School Satan Club, it has this little Satanic figure, this little devil figure with a spiraling uh, eye, kind of like that ghost song, spiraling, pulsating, his eyes like a vortex, a well in which I'm falling, or well in which you're falling. It's, and he's got this like goatee and these, this mustache, and, but his horns are pointing upward. And you should know that if the horns are pointing upward, that's actually a positive symbol. Now, maybe they're saying that their satanic club is a positive thing. I don't know. But if you're actually a Satanist, you would turn the horns down. Because that's how Satanism has always been, or mockery of Christianity, etc. That's how it's always been symbolized and depicted. Things that are infernal. You, you want things pointing downward. You're not trying to draw people's attention upward. So when you have Baphomet, Baphomet points up and down. And that represents like he has breasts, but he's also a man. And he has the horns and the pentagram and the torch. And at the torch, the top of the torch, the flames going upward. At the bottom of the torch, is usually the pentagram at the bottom with the fifth point going upward. It's drawing your attention upward. It's bringing you from the abyss upward into the very opposite of the abyss, into the heavens. So that is drawing your attention upwards. We talked with Marlene Bremner on Wednesday last week, a really fantastic show if you missed it about hermetic philosophy. But we also talked a little bit about these kinds of symbols and how things that are very dark or can be perceived as very dark are actually meant to draw people 
and we're all attracted to the darkness. We're all attracted to things we don't know. We want to learn. We want to grow. We want to explore. We want to build, etc. So we're drawn to those things, and then they lead us to the light. Everything is pointing upward. But when you want to invert that and you want to imply and, and, and suggest to the conscious and the subconscious that you want to draw people into the abyss, into the do whatever you want to do with no consequence, goblin mode or just lack of responsibility and just being a degenerate, you wouldn't have the horns pointing up. Okay, I think the satanic temple should hire me because I could give them better advice on how to create their logos and their symbols. They clearly don't know what they're doing. And I would say that to any of these people's faces. You don't know what, if you think you're a Satanist, then you fundamentally do not understand the symbols that you're using. Which makes me think that these people aren't actually Satanists. This isn't really a religion. This is a cult. And therefore, by no means could this cult obtain any kind of religious protection. Especially because part of their belief system is the mocking of other religious systems. So how can you be a religion based on the mocking of other religions? You can't have the protection of religious right if that religious right means that you destroy other people's religious right. You don't have a right to free speech so that you can censor other people's speech. That's not how it works. So when the Satanic Temple filed a lawsuit not only against a Pennsylvania elementary school, and now there's the same kind of issues happening in Bakersfield, California, and in Virginia, just uh, this last uh, weekend uh, on the 9th December that was reported, that was Friday. Uh, the Satanic Temple has also filed a lawsuit, this was back in October, in Indiana over abortion rights, and they claim that abortion, uh, when it is restricted, although abortion bans and restrictions are actually abortion protections, uh, they are they are suing because they believe that their religious rights are being restricted by not being able to kill babies, l- literally. Um, we know that Satanists have for, well, at least a couple of years now, at least since 2020, they believe that it violates their religious right. The Satanic Temple put on Twitter back in September of 2021 Abortion laws in Texas violate our religious rights and TST, which I don't like that because that's the secret teachings. (laughs) The Satanic Temple has taken legal action. If Texas judges abide by the Constitution and legal precedent, oh, I'm sure they care a lot about the Constitution, then those who share our deeply held beliefs will be exempt from the state's inappropriate efforts to restrict access to abortion services. So you see that the Satanic Temple is really a mask. It's really a death mask for the decaying, rotting corpse that is progressivism and left-wing ideology to the extreme. My body, my choice. This is just another angle. It's a violation of our rights. Really? Because your belief system has no problem censoring people? Attempting to assassinate Supreme Court judges? If we're abiding by the law, then all those people should have been arrested and put in jail. At least one person uh, was convicted. I believe he was convicted. The guy that tried to assassinate three of the judges from the Supreme Court. You know, if you really believed in the Constitution and you really understood the Constitution, I'm sure the judges do. Most judges, not all judges, of course. 
you'd understand that the Constitution doesn't protect your right to take away other people's rights. The Constitution doesn't protect your right to pursue happiness if pursuing happiness means you're a psychotic murderer. The Constitution doesn't protect your right to abort babies because you're murdering something that you don't have a right to murder. You don't have a right to kill. It's like the people that they look at Lota Volkova, the Balenciaga designer. She has all those images on her Instagram and she made it private. Now, you don't think you can see it, but all those images of children being tortured and children's rooms covered in blood. And maybe I'm wrong when I say I think that that's real stuff. I think it's real snuff. And I think that those are real images of real things. They're not photo shoots. But just look at the fashion designers and look at the uh, the weird, uh, you know, painters and artists that depict, you know, children being cannibalized like Michael Borman's and stuff, stuff like that. And those kinds of things make me also think of something not so dark. Remember that that time somebody taped a banana to a wall and it sold for $10,000? Literally duct tape and a banana taped it to the wall. Oh my God, it's such a wonderful piece of art. No, it's a banana taped to a wall. And yes, art is incredibly subjective, but there's a line. Okay, that's not art. Taping a banana to a wall is not art. As far as I'm concerned, hanging a tampon from a string is not art. Dumping a trash can out is not art. There's a line that we need to draw in the sand, in the trash, literally and figuratively. And we need to recognize and we need to say that some things are not art. Children being tortured, whether that's a picture or it's a painting, the painting itself, the skill might be an expression, might be artistic, but nobody wants to see that unless they have no conscience whatsoever unless they don't have any ability to connect with the soul. They have to be a hollow vessel, a hollow shell. Or in some cases, they had to have been abused and tortured, and this is the way that they are expressing you know, the things that they experienced. If you look at Michael Borman's paintings, he clearly is not doing that. He looks like he's advocating for it. But you look at Kim Noble, who was abused, and her work shows that that will shows that precisely she was abused and the stuff she's depicting makes you feel bad, but it's not that she's advocating for it. She's showing you what she went through. There's a difference in the same way. There's a difference between a banana tape to the wall. And I mean, if I just draw something on a piece of paper, that's more art. If I draw a spiral, that is more artistic than a banana tape to the wall. Okay. That's that Soviet surrealism. Garbage is really art. No garbage is not art. When you have people that are advocating for religious rights, well, what are your religious rights you think you don't have? I can't kill somebody. Well, you don't have a right to kill somebody. That's not your religious right to murder somebody. It's not your religious right to sexually or physically in other ways abuse somebody. Murder and abuse are not art, and they are not religious rights. This is, again, why I think Satanism or the satanic temple is a big joke. They clearly don't understand the symbols they're using. That's obvious, especially to you as an audience. You probably recognize that. But also because they claim that they have a right to murder people as a religious right. You don't have a right to murder people as a religious right. You fundamentally don't understand what religious protections are. You fundamentally don't understand what free speech is because you've used your free speech to defecate and to desecrate 
holy images and sacred ideas. And you can do that. You can do that. You have a right to express that. But you don't have a right to murder somebody. You don't have a right to kill somebody. I mean, think of the idea there. The idea there is, and I've told people this before, people tell me I'm crazy. There really are people. I'm a circumstantialist when it comes to abortion. I'm not pro or anti. Certainly not pro. But there are people that get pregnant just to murder the babies. And now it is being mainlined, mainstreamed, that there really are breeders in our society that get pregnant to have babies to kill them. That used to be a crazy thing 10 years ago. Now it's being mainlined. There are women that get pregnant just to have an abortion, which might even be more grotesque in the eyes of whatever you define God to be than letting the baby be born and then killing it because you're killing it when it is totally dependent on you. You're violating like the most sacred divine trust of the most innocent thing imaginable. That is a, a sacrament to these people getting pregnant, killing the baby after or well, just aborting the baby, which I think is probably if there's a level of, of hell here, you'd probably be going to a lower level for abortion than you would be for killing the baby after it was born. But I don't know. I don't make those rules in hell. Abortion, murdering a baby after it's born, religious sacrament. You don't have a right to kill people as a religion. Mean, see, this is, this is the same ideology. It reeks of the same ideology of the people that are like, pack the Supreme Court. Kill the Supreme Court justices. No, we, we like the Constitution. We have a right to kill people. You don't like the Constitution. You don't know what the Constitution is. Stop using the Constitution as a catch-all to justify your perversity and debauchery. Stop using the Constitution to justify your violence and aggression because you don't know what you're talking about. So based on those two things, the fact that they think they have a right to kill people based on the idea that they, as the Satanic Temple, believe that the symbols they're using are really infernal when they're really just a joke indicates that this is not a religion. It indicates that it's a very psychotic cult. And this psychotic cult... And I say cult in the sense of like, like the cult of Mithras, the sun god, wasn't really the same kind of cult, but they called it a cult. When I say cult, I'm talking about Jim Jones kind of a cult, but way, way, way worse. I'm talking about John of God kind of a cult. I'm talking about Epstein kind of a cult. And not occult, A-C-U-L-T, a cult. I mean, these people, they, they hate prayers, right? They hate prayer. Uh, they hate life. How, how, can you, how, how can you argue that you have a religious right to murder people? You have a religious right to literally take life away from people. And then you justify your beliefs based on the Constitution, which ultimately at its core is based on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? The Declaration of Independence and all this stuff the writings of you know John Locke and others. So the fundamental basis of Western civilization in the United States of America is life. You have a right to life. You have a right to civil liberties. You have a right to the pursuit of happiness. That doesn't mean that you're successful. It means you have a right to pursue what you wish to pursue, which 
you don't even need a bill of rights then you don't even need amendments to the constitution to clarify because it's pretty obvious by implication that's how law works that the pursuit of happiness means nobody can stop you because you're black or green or purple from obtaining a job that's that's just a violation of the most basic human rights that don't need to be spelled out and if you need them to be spelled out then you don't understand human rights you can't be an advocate for human rights when you don't understand the implication that everybody is included so within the satanic temple i get this idea i get this this feeling that you know back in here's an example back in 1981 um there was a there was a case uh, a guy named arnie cheyenne johnson and he claimed that the devil this is the the phrase the devil made me do it it's the basis for the conjuring three that the devil made him kill the people he killed the devil made me do it i don't think the devil is making these people at the satanic temple or some of these modern satanists i don't think the devil's making them do it i think they are doing it for other reasons to me that is kind of a profound thought the devil isn't making these people do this. They are forcing themselves out of the grace and presence of God, and they are forcing themselves into the bowels of hell, into the pits of hell, into the abyss. You did it for the devil. And your rights are not protected. You don't have a right to murder people. That's not a religious right. I mentioned this story on Friday. A five-year-old boy was killed after his mother and one of her friends, uh, some other woman, believed that the boy was possessed by demons. The woman, the mother, said that, she posted this all over social media, said that she was looking for protection spells, or she was writing about protection spells, reversal spells, exorcisms, hexes, curses, demons, vessels. She said she had a possessed child. Then she also said that she knew the demon's name, and the demon was 100 years old. I mean, she clearly doesn't, know what she's talking about then because if you know the demon's name you are valak the defiler then you can send the defiler back to hell this woman clearly doesn't get that and didn't see the conjuring which that actually is an accurate uh depiction of demonological lore if you know the name you can control the demon here's another story this back in november sarah hopson 36 years old was found dead in her mobile home during a welfare check with her fingers toes and ears stuffed into a plastic freezer bag and placed between her legs. This was reported in mid-November in Texas. Three people, Ethan Myers, Alan Price, and Teresa Levere, were arrested. Authorities said the room smelled of fresh paint and the walls looked recently done. They later found cans of paint inside the apartment in a Dollar General bag or Dollar General bags filled with cleaning supplies. One of the tools found in the bedroom where Hobson was found indicated there had been a lot of blood splatter on the uh, on the way and streaks uh or streaks, streak marks, showed someone had tried to wash it. These people think they're Dexter or something. Again, Dexter would kill these people. Uh, you know, Hitler would kill modern neo-Nazis, and Anton LaVey would probably spit upon modern Satanists. Maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. That's what I think. But the headline of the article is, Three Satanists Brutally Murder a Woman. Uh, reportedly, uh, Myers' mother told investigators that Hobson told her son to sacrifice her, and he had to do it. He had to do it. She also said her son hears voices and is satanic. I'm not sure. My son is satanic. You don't say, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, what does that mean? My son is satanic. What does that mean? 
again, what does satanic mean? And that he was hiding in the woods to avoid going back to prison. Oh, he was already in prison and then he got out of prison. Oh, one of those everybody special, nobody can be in prison, nobody can be punished kind of a thing. So yeah, well, the people that are involved in letting people like that out of prison, they should go to jail too. The other story though, this was just before the weekend. Nina Mel Cochran said she had been born to become Lucifer and rule over the earth. Wow. She was um, part of a what she called initiation. Uh, and she claimed that she was, well, she was uh, responsible for murdering this older man. This woman is like 32, this older man. He's like twice her age. She had killed him as part of a satanic initiation is what she told police when she was finally caught satanic initiation and that psychopath at Walmart said he was hearing voices and that's why he killed his co-workers Satan told him to do it I mean I guess like they're still using the devil made me do it but kind of not I mean she you know the satanic rituals they're doing this for satanic rituals they're killing people because they're hearing voices yeah maybe the devil did make them do it I think the devil is just an excuse to murder people and you know religious rights are just a uh Religious rights are just a, an excuse to justify murder and torture and rape and all these other horrible things. These people are perverse. They're disgusting. They're grotesque. They're evil. Uh, and not because they're Satanists, but because of their actions. The actions really matter and their beliefs really matter. If you're a Satanist, you don't have a religious right to murder people. Period. That's not how it works. The devil didn't make you do anything. You did it for the devil. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Already Gable at Yahoo.com, TST Radio at ProtonMail.com, TheSecretTeachings.info. Please subscribe. Please buy a book. Our deals and discounts are available on the website. Check them out. You can use PayPal or Cash App. Cash App is money, sign Artie Gable. PayPal is the same email, Artie Gable at Yahoo.com. Mike D., my good friend and very longtime co-host, coming up in the second hour tonight. Don't go anywhere. You're not going to want to miss Mike D., here on The Secret Teachings. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. If you're looking for a great gift that keeps on giving this year, check out one of my four books for the holiday season. Occult Arcana is a monumental collection of esoteric and occult lore. The technological elixir looks at UFOs, demonology in the music industry, and the soul and spirit in relation to modern technology. Liberty Shrugged, my new book, takes you on a historical journey through the concepts of natural liberty and provides a different angle on the American Revolution. Food philosophy explores food industry propaganda, advertising tricks, and geoengineering. Get all four books only at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. That's thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. 
This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Thanks, Ryan. This is David Knight with the DavidKnightShow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teaching. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hour number two, I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact us directly, rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. Joining us this hour ad-free is my good friend and co-host, Mike D. Mike was sharing some articles with me when we were talking earlier this week, last week, about what to discuss when he came back on the show. And a couple of ideas came up. We bounced a few topics back and forth, passed them back and forth. Everything from Balenciaga to now, I guess, what we could call goblin mode, which still I've never heard anybody actually use the term in real life. But we talked a lot about demons last week. We talked about Belphegor. We talked about Urinome a little bit. Of course, a lot about Ball or Bell or Bale, which is another name, the original name for what we call the devil today under the title of Bill or Billy. So we see that in movies and TV and music, Bill Cipher, Billy and Stranger Things, Billy Eilish and the Enuma Eilish and Ball on High or the First King of Hell on High. Looking at all of that last week and what we discussed in the first hour tonight, I think it's probably best to start off this hour with Mike D with the subject that Mike and I have been covering for, it's amazing that we can say this now, Mike, a decade here on the radio show, and that is what people call... I'm not sure how to define it, but what people call Satanism. And you've got these three different stories that you sent me. The Satanic Temple recently, just like a few days ago, uh, last Friday, installed what they call Serpent of Genesis, which is a statue inside of the Illinois State Capitol. And then some other stories from earlier this year, just a few uh, subjects that you may have heard before if you're, if you're listening to this show often Uh, The Satanic Temple has sued or is in the process of suing as of last month or the month before last the state of Indiana over abortion rights, claiming that not having abortion rights violates their religious rights. And then the Satanic Temple also filed a lawsuit earlier this year against Pennsylvania Elementary School, uh, a Pennsylvania elementary school for refusing to host after school Satan Club. So with these kinds of stories and with that silly goblin mode stuff last week, there's a much deeper meaning to it. What do you make of all of this? We've been discussing this now for a decade or more, and uh, it's it's a lot of vindication that I'm not happy about being vindicated about personally. Yeah, I think uh, compared to years ago when we started talking about this, I think that the influx of these stories uh, instead of coming weekly, like we used to, they come daily. It's like, uh, the, I guess, uh, 
one word to put it, the evilness, it's just leaps and bounds from when we started covering this stuff. It's, it grows and grows. It doesn't stop. I was wondering if some of that is because we have more social media. We have uh, a lot more attention that we focus on media. So more attention, we see more of these kinds of stories, whether it's the Satanic Temple or it's the Balenciaga thing. But these are also not new things. Uh, this is the kind of thing that we've seen going on in the world and politics and entertainment and media, at least for us, for 13 years here on radio, for some of you much longer than that. I mean, none of the stories over the last decade have surprised us, whether it's Epstein or Jimmy Saville uh, or it's Balenciaga or it's, you know, John of God or that Nexium cult uh, up in New York. Uh, this is all par for the course. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the tentacles have definitely wrapped around more institutions and have crept their way uh, into uh, more public uh, areas than when we first started to uh, cover it. Oh, certainly. I mean, certainly. You know, remember, remember the, uh, you know, the killer priest was a huge story back then. What year was and, that? Uh, what year was the killer priest? Do you remember? Gosh, I think he did that in like the, was it the 80s maybe? Was it Killer Priest story or the early 90s or something like that? Um, but the, just getting into the satanic stuff, I mean, sure we saw it in the under, underground uh, and, you know, it's in music industry for sure for a long, long, long time. But now we're seeing in, the, in these schools, uh, you know, just get into one of the aspects is uh, the after school program for kids in Pennsylvania uh, that the Satanic Temple wanted to uh, do for kids, calling it the after school Satan Club. <laughs> yeah, this confuses me because Satanism, maybe we should talk about Satanism for just a moment. If, if we define that word, Mike, it is the worship of Satan. And the definition extends and says, typically involving a travesty of Christian symbols. So I get, I get a little bit confused how you can have a, quote, religion based around the perverting of other religions. If anything, Satanism is more of a mockery. And for those people who practice Satanism but don't practice that kind of Satanism, there are some people that consider themselves like natural Satanists. Um, they might not. They usually don't believe in, you know, murdering people or killing children or anything like that. Uh, they just tend to be more like Crowleyites, let's say. Um, might not be great people. Maybe they are, but they're definitely different than these kinds of Satanists. These kinds of Satanists seem to want to just simply pervert things in the name of a religious right. And I don't think you have a religious right to pervert and to mock and to make fun of other people's religions. To me, that doesn't strike me as a religion that strikes me as a cult, but certainly not a religion that deserves any kind of protection under the U S constitution. Yeah. Pretty funny that, um, they're what's well, not funny, but we kind of know the deal on why they're going after kids, right? This whole kind of brainwash agenda, uh, going after middle schools and elementary schools to trying to, uh, you know, convert, kids to Satanism. I mean, why would you have an after school club that promotes uh, an agenda? Yeah. I mean, the to convert. Well, that that's, that's what you would assume. Yes. It's, it's meant to, um, 
if not directly convert, at the very least to pervert the minds of young people that are very impressionable. Uh, I mean, I guess you you could make the same argument about any religion. Um, and again, I think that there's different kinds of Satanism. There's certainly forms of Satanism that do deserve protections uh, if we're talking about religious rights, because some people believe uh, in, in higher or I guess you could say lower infernal powers. But the thing is, if you're talking about the satanic temple kind of Satanism, Mike, I've, I've read a lot of books on um, like originalist interpretations of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and it's pretty well documented that the, the founders never meant that anybody who claimed they just had a religion would be protected. It was you have to believe in a higher power, a higher authority, and God is essentially uh, a form of morality, ethics, virtue, those kinds of things. So if you don't have those elements within the religion that you are a part of, then you really don't get the same kind of religious protections that you otherwise would get if you're a Christian or a Muslim or Jewish or Hindu or Buddhist, etc. Does that make sense? What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. But I, I think it's, it's BS on their, even their uh, mission statement uh, that says, after school, Satan clubs will focus on free inquiry and rationalism scientific basis basis for which we know and what we know around the world around us. I remember talking about that now that, that quote or that that's their mission statement or something to Mm -hmm. that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's their organization's mission statement. So it's scientific quote rationalism, which ultimately is, is postmodernism. There's no facts. There's no reality. You don't need to do anything. It's like goblin mode. You don't need to do anything to take care of yourself. Do the opposite of, things that better yourself, your mind, body, and soul. I mean, ultimately, I guess that is really Satanism. And especially when you're trying to teach children this, that's when, I mean, I'm not a Christian, but that's when I, I, I have an issue with it. And I don't consider this to be something that's protected as a religious right. I mean, maybe they're just filing these lawsuits for publicity. That's very possible. Um, but it's it's weird that um, you have groups like this that openly advocate for these kinds of things. And even if it's PR, it's the people that are doing this have to be a little psychotic, I think. Yeah, for sure. You know, and they say, you know, Satanists, well, we don't worship a guy with horns and a, and a pitch tail. This is about self-empowerment, that you are actually God, and you can make any choice you want. You have the power. Uh, it's all about ego for Satanism. Uh, but it's funny, their logo here has a guy with horn. I don't know if you've seen he does. it. Oh, the, he does. Yeah, he's doing, and he's doing the little uh, two-finger yeah. salute. Doing, and there's also, if you look at his, what I'm looking at it, his left eye, that looks like a uh, boy lover symbol in his eye. It's just weird how it's that inward I, spiral I, circle. Uh, yeah, I see that. It's like that ghost song, spiraling, pulsating, his eyes like a vortex. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I think, I just think it's wrong to promote really any type of religion to kids. You know, uh, I, I don't think it should be allowed at all, honestly, for any for any religion to be promoting. Uh, kids. It's the same thing with the sex ed, you know, promoting that to kids. Well, the satanic temple, 
I mean, they've been very active uh, in the last couple of years, you know, filing lawsuit after lawsuit, setting up uh, statues. Takes uh, a lot of money to do all those things, too. Yes, at government buildings, at trying to do it in schools. Um, yeah, they've been uh, very, very active with that uh, promotion. Do you agree? I, no, no, I, I agree with you. They, I mean, I'm wondering where they're getting the money to do it. Maybe there's some rich uh, benefactors. I also think that the people that are running the Satanic Temple, I, I talked about this maybe like three, four years ago. I honestly don't think they even know what they're doing. Like, I don't think they know what the symbols are that they're using. Because in one of the original images that was shared um, about the temple, like when it first came into being years ago, they had used the pentagram pointing upward while claiming that it was, you know, a satanic symbol. But if, if you want to create a quote satanic symbol, you have to invert that positive symbol of the pentagram. You don't keep it upward. And likewise, I'm looking at this uh, Satan club uh, image that you sent me. And once again, the horns are pointing upward. Um, if you read Manly Hall or any other esoteric author, they'll tell you that, if you want to depict the infernal, like truly want to depict the infernal, the horns have to be pointing down because they're supposed to be drawing your attention downward into the abyss, not upward. So I don't think these people, I mean, you can have a little red devil with horns, but I don't think these people even know what they're talking about. It just seems like they're kind of psychotic and they're just using these images um, and trying to you know, use, quote, religious rights or whatever they want to call it uh, to justify abortion, to justify corrupting the minds of children with what they call as scientific rationalism, which is just brainwashing is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, totally. I think at one of these, uh, what they wanted to erect at Baphomet statue, they had um, a little boy and a little girl to the left and the right of the statue. Yes, I remember that. It's just like the uh, El Diablo tarot card. There's the two, there's the man and the woman that are chained to the black cube uh, or it's more of like a black rectangle, but it's a black cube. And on top of that is perched the devil with his horns pointing down into the abyss with the flame. Uh, very similar to that image. Yeah, again, it's, uh, it's the, the the imagery of children mixed with it is wrong to me, very strange. And it seems like the Democrats are all in favor of targeting children uh, and supporting this agenda too. It's, it's weird, isn't it? No, you're right. So it, it, it absolutely is. In fact, uh, last week, our Senator here in Arizona, one of our senators, the one that's kind of more moderate, she announced that she's leaving the Democrat party and she's becoming an independent. And I don't really necessarily like the woman. I don't really care one way or another, but the simple fact that she left the democratic party, like I, I can't tell you here in Arizona, like local media and stuff, the unbelievable vitriol and hatred for this woman because she said, I'm going to change parties and be an independent. These people are rabid. They're, they're, they're monstrous. They're demonic. They're like, they're completely obsessed um, or possessed by those unconscious demons that they just can't control. They're, they're rabid. They're like rabid animals just, just over. I'm going to be an independent now. And then they get attacked like that. It's really weird, really weird so weird and uh, these psychopaths I see some of these messages where um, I guess uh, I guess the person is, is pro Satan because he's got um, a message here prayer dulls your senses prayer gives you knobby knees 
prayer reveals how foolish you are to the world. Prayer messes up your knees and your neck and your back. So, 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 you does per, so does promiscuinity, and so does uh, eating a bunch of disgusting, trashy food. Those things also mess up <laughs> exactly. your knees and, and yeah, get, make you fat. It's written, <laughs> written by a psychopath. Prayer prevents you from getting badly needed uh, okay, exercise. I'm, I'm sorry. Go back. Let's let's read it again. I won't interrupt. So what 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 is who is this and what what is the um, the statement? This is one of the, this is one of the uh, comments uh, on the article of uh, which article is this? This one is the what from the uh, the school Satanic Temple. Uh, yeah, well, this is the Satanic Temple proved to hold event at Pennsylvania High School, and taxpayers will fund it. Uh, and then going scrolling down to the comments, this pro Satanist weird got everything bolded and capped. Very very strange. So he's got these. So I'll read a couple again. Uh, prayer wastes time. Prayer dulls your senses. Prayer gives you knobby knees. Prayer makes your kids avoid spending time with you. Prayer exposes your backside to pervert priests. See, prayer this is all a, how foolish you are to the world. This is all a mockery, is what it is. Prayer makes you fat. Some of your prayer wears out your clothes prematurely. Now, okay, prayer prevents you from getting badly needed exercise. See, what what a psychopath! So, ba- so basically, people so ba- are just bizarre, bro. So, no, no. So basically, what you're saying is based on what this person is saying. These, this is one of I've, I've never heard somebody refer to themselves as being pro God, but they refer to themselves as being pro Satanist. I find that in and of itself kind of strange. Like, you, you, do you believe in God or do you believe in spirit? You know, ask those kinds of questions, and people say, "Yeah, I'm a Christian" or "I believe in God," but you know, I'm I'm pro Satanist. That's the same mindset, the same ideology, the same zealot religious cult-like behavior that you find, well, within the Satanic Temple when they're suing Indiana over abortion bans claiming that it violates their religious rights, which most of those bans are actually protection periods, not bans. Uh, but it can't protect your religious right. You don't have a religious right to ritually murder somebody. You don't have a religious right to chop a child into pieces and offer it up to Moloch or Belphegor or Baal. When, when, since when do you have a religious right to do these things? It's like the idea that you have a, if you're a woman, you have a, an outright uh, an outright right to do whatever you want with your body. Well, if that's a justifiable thing to believe, then as a man, I should be able to rape a woman and there shouldn't be any consequences because I can do what I want with my body. These people are very disconnected from reason, logic, which are fundamentally the essences of God. And they're certainly disconnected from reality, man. I'm telling you what, my God. For sure, and I know you talked about this a couple months ago, the uh, Disney cartoon Little Demon. Yes, uh, yes. That features just a bunch of different uh, rituals, pagan rituals, and uh, a single mom. I guess the premise is a single mom is knocked up by Satan. Yes, So, Yeah, for for people that didn't hear that show, the cartoon takes place 13 years after an unmarried pagan woman is impregnated by Satan. And follows her and her daughter, literally the spawn of Satan, and referred to the Antichrist through everyday life. Did you say pagan? Was she? A, was she? Said she was a former pagan or something like that? Yes, that's what they're saying. Unmarried pagan woman. The series features demonic witchcraft, pagan rituals, blood, gore, nudity. What? 
See, this is this is another thing that concerns me, Mike. I don't really have a religion per se. Um, maybe you could call me an occultist. That means a lot of things to a lot of different people. But I've read the witch's Bible. It it is nothing like people might assume that it is. It's actually a, a, a very beautiful, well written book, and it has a lot to do with nature and the changing of the seasons uh, and plants and herbs and things like that. It's a really good book, um, and. There's nothing in that book about human sacrifice or blood sacrifice. Um, and, and even when there are sexual rituals that are considered, quote, pagan, they are usually performed in private away from usually away from the eyes of the rest of the, the coven. So a lot of these things we think about, like Satanists or witch, witches and pagans that we put all together. If you're a pagan or if you're an actual Satanist, you should. I would assume you'd be upset about this stuff because this is really giving you know your I and mean, paganism can be a very beautiful religion. This is giving paganism a really bad rep. This is giving true Satanism, like a, a Satanist who might actually worship an infernal power but doesn't believe in murdering children. This is giving even that <laughs> that it's giving that a bad a bad image, which is which is saying something. Does does that make sense? Because to, to me, that's oh, totally. that's the issue totally. here. I mean, you're a pagan and you're associated with that. That's not what pagans believe. I've studied pagan religions my whole life. That's not what they believe. Yeah, and so this cartoon actually, uh, the mother is shown uh, many times nude. She strips down in the first episode to perform a ritual. And there are multiple instances of her being nude throughout the series. Series creator, now get this name, <laughs> Seth Kirshner. <laughs> if you can't see what I see, what we see, then you need to wake up. Again, the name Seth Kirshner told reporters, "We're going to keep this going for. Uh, we're going to keep going until we are told no." And he's referencing like the content of the show, I presume. Yeah, just the nudity and uh, the gore and the satanic rituals. Unbelievable. So there's actually a petition that started. One million moms started a petition asking Disney to cancel World Demon. I'm not sure how that, that how that went, but um, I'm not even sure if it's still on. Um, Look at but, some of these. Yeah. So, so was Disney, I thought that was, is, does Disney own FX or FXX? Where, where's that on? I think that's FX. Does Disney own them? Little, uh, this, this program you can actually get, I believe, through Disney Plus also. Okay. Okay, I, did, I don't think I realized. Uh, well, they, yeah, but you're right. The company, Walt Disney uh, Company owns FXX Network. Okay, that's uh, after why. After they acquired 20th Century Fox. Um, so, but they also said that they will begin streaming on Disney Plus uh, in Australia, New Zealand. And they started this in September, and um, the show is expected to arrive on Disney Plus in other countries in the future. So, let me let me ask you this: When there's two components to what we've discussed so far here in the first part of the second hour, and that is, what exactly is Satanism, and by extension? does Satanism deserve religious protections under the constitution? What is your personal take on that? Have you thought about that before? Uh, say that again. What did you say? What, what exactly? Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. What exactly is Satanism and does it deserve religious protections under, well, religious rights under the bill of rights under the constitution? Um, I, 
you know, is the question again, is it, a, is it a, a, you know, technically it is an organized religion, right? But these different type of branches, is it the church of Satan uh, or is it these different temples? Uh, you know, how do you know what is a, a cult and what is actually an organized religion? Good point. Right? Good point. Um, and then when you get children involved with this and trying to set up statues, statues at elementary schools and middle schools, when some of these middle schools don't even have any kind of Christian reference statues set up, but this, uh, these satanic temples want to put uh, a bafflement statue up at the school. Again, uh, this coming in the last couple of years, hardcore push to this is something that uh, you need to, you know, question and raise awareness about because it seems like it's coming full force, like an agenda again oh, and yes. then again. Where all of a sudden, you know, are there tens of thousands more members of this temple set religion? Uh, and um, is that where they're getting their money? to first off uh, push this agenda, build these statues, uh, and have lawyers to sue these schools and institutions to get their agenda pushed through. You know, that money's got to come from, lawyers aren't cheap. No, they are not. That money's got to come from, no, not at all. Maybe they're just bringing. They charge you $150 just to write a letter, uh, a paid letter. Mm -hmm. Uh, They charge for faxes, copies. The lawyers are not cheap. Well, maybe it's and like, where are these? maybe they're just bringing, what's that family guy joke where uh, the devil is like, wait a minute, Peter Griffin already sold his soul. He's like, damn, where's a lawyer when I need one? And then hell's just filled with lawyers. Maybe they're just bringing the lawyers up from hell and they're working. Maybe they're work, working remotely in hell for the satanic temple. Yeah. And I'll, again, like you said, I have no problem with paganism, you know? Uh, there's lots of paganism that just have to do with nature in general. And there's no, there's no, there's no uh, sacrifice of anything to nature. And there's a lot of pagans that worship animals. And a lot of those don't do any type of sacrifices, uh, human or animal, animal in those pagan sets. Yes. Um, certainly, we don't know all of them. Maybe some of them do. But for the mass uh, pagan, it's more of a um, earthly uh, nature animal you know, worship, but, um, like honoring veneration. Yeah. It's like an honoring. Um, but here we see all the satanic imagery, uh, you know, then this Balenciaga stuff got out. Um, and we've seen it in the past too, with, um, again, kids and cannibalism and blood rituals. Um, I think a lot of these snuff films that we talked about back in the day, they were, satanic undertones in those two. So there's a tie between this quote unquote religion and these horrible things that are happening out there. Uh, and then what they're tied to also, which is, you know, like I said before, cannibalism, child killing and mutilation. And what, and what, and why is that too? Like what, why is the focus on children or at least it seems to be on children, whether that's, uh, talking about sex or that's getting children interested in Satanism in particular. Like why isn't there a Buddhist after school Buddhist club that's in the news for trying to get kids to, you know, learn about Buddhism or something. Why, 
all the money and all the energy and all the attention goes directly to the Satanists in the same way all the money, all the energy goes directly to whatever it is. I don't know, LGBTQ, XYZ, IA+, which is basically taken on the idea of, you know, different sexual affiliations like homosexuality, uh, the handful of people in the world. There aren't many that are actually trans that aren't actually mentally ill. Uh, there are, you know, people that are, what, they call them queer. There's all kinds of different names. Like those people have seen their identity taken and stolen in the same way that a lot of Christians uh, have, I think, had their identity stolen. A lot of Muslims have had their identity stolen. Jews have had their identity stolen. And, and even Satanists have had their identity stolen. And the people that are stealing these identities, the ideology, you know, the, the energy behind it is responsible, I think, just as much for the Satanic Temple and the serpents of Genesis, that statue they installed uh, for the uh, abortion rights or their religious rights uh, for the after-school Satan program. The same people that are behind those things are behind the, the drag queen story time, which is you know very popular. Uh, they're the same people behind the, the Balenciaga. And I, and I want to tell you as an audience that for those of you who don't know, I don't believe in the QAnon stuff and I don't believe in the Pizzagate stuff. There were some real emails, but that got really... Uh, swept under the rug because of all the other narratives. Uh, we don't need to get into that, Mike, but I want people to know that where I'm coming from is I'm coming from this without taking a, a side or a stance. Otherwise, I've always been on the outside looking in. Uh, we've, we've done that together here on The Secret Teachings with, with you, Mike. We've always been on the outside looking in and seeing how this stuff uh, permeates, whether you're Republican or Democrat, whether you're Christian or Jew or Muslim or whatever. Uh, this is like Sabatian Frankism. Uh, and it infiltrates everything and inverts everything. Uh, totally agreed. And then, but you can look at the the last you know thirty years where Christian elements have been removed from public schools, from totally uh, corporations everywhere. It's basically gone. Um, you know, the White House uh, doesn't do any type of cross for Christmas, but you know they can do a rainbow a dreidel. Uh, dreidel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Sorry, the Christian ahead. cross, no. So those things are taken away, but an influx of, well, you know, let's put this Baphomet statue in this elementary school, uh, and we're going to sue if we can't put that in. Once a, once again, I mean, that that I don't think is even part of a religion. Uh, I mean, especially Baphomet as a symbol. Baphomet means a lot of thing, a lot of things to a lot of people. So I don't know how they, I mean, I'm sure these lawsuits are considered quite frivolous, but I'm sure that they also really do believe this stuff. Some people do. And it seems delusional. Like it, it, you only need a dictionary and maybe a real simple, you know, text on, uh, I don't know, uh, an encyclopedia of religions. And you can learn really quickly that Satanism, this isn't even Satanism. This is something else. This is like, it's like they've even inverted Satanism which is really strange to me because, again, not all Satanists, and this was even in the X-Files, like not all Satanists believe in human sacrifice. So these people are giving Satanists a bad name. They're certainly giving pagans a bad name, Christians and everybody else. And you're right, Christianity is absolutely under assault. And I say that I'm not even a Christian, but you look in Hollywood and like you can make fun of Christians. You can badmouth and talk terrible, say terrible things about Muslims, although they're Semites. Most of them are Semites, so that makes you an anti-Semite, I guess. But there's there's some groups that you can't criticize. You see what happens with Ye, 
and you see what happens when you start to talk about Satanists or LGBTQ because it gets at the core of people's identity and they're using those identities as shields to advance an agenda. They, they don't care about homosexuals. They don't care about Satanists. They're just using things that allow them to get what they want. It, it's just all this. It's like shielding is all that it is in my view. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it's just very, very strange. I mean, this, uh, Sutterman guy has a tattoo on his arm that says, I will make you hurt. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not seen but, that in, uh, on, on uncle Fester. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have not seen that. Uh, I, I, again, this is a bizarre, bizarre man with brain damage that gets, uh, elected. <laughs> hey, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Into I, I, I know. <laughs> into office. I mean, it just shows you that we talk about one aspect of the Satanism, but there is a, an agenda from all sides. Oh, the state Satanism to me is an attack on children. Right. So that's one aspect of it. Um, another aspect is an attack on, Male and female. That's what I was going to say. Yep. And the family in general. And the family in the family unit. Right. For sure. Uh, another is an attack on health. So no, the, the prayer, the prayer is doing that. The prayer is why you're fat. <laughs> poisoning our food, poisoning our water. It's so funny now seeing a lot of these TikTok videos of people understanding what a chemtrail is and what a contrail is. Seeing the difference. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we started, uh, remember back coming out of the Rollins studio and taking pictures of the sky and seeing it checkered and uh, then uh, break into that hazy mist that became clouds, if you can call it clouds, basically uh, noxious gases, not clouds at all. And now you're seeing people. Chemicals, um, metals. Yeah. Or, uh, aluminum, uranium toxic heavy metals they're spraying in the air and more people are, are seeing that and waking up to that. But I remember, you know, even a few years ago, Oh no, that's, that's, that's not true. They're not, that's, they're not spraying. And then it got smarter, right? When people started in the last couple of years, people started to become aware. Then they spray, uh, at night now. Uh, so you don't even see the jets until the morning time when you wake up and there's a haze. Well, that's kind so again, of, there's a, there's, you know, not to, not to go off subject, but then there's that, that's the attack on health, right? And then coming soon is the attack on your finance. So something to maybe a complete, uh, depression, stock market collapse, dollar collapse, uh, to roll into a central currency, banking currency to ultimately control, um, and then um, also, again, uh, another control aspect is have you in that electric car where uh, they can stop it at any time uh, if they, you don't agree with a certain type of agenda, a social credit score, all these things coming at the same time or at least around the same time. Taking years to actually build it to a climax, but uh, coming and not coming in some already here, right? It's all on the docket. And, you know, as a matter of fact, you, uh, you're talking about heavy metals and things like that. I, I have four news articles here. We don't have to get into this, but I just wanted to mention, for those of you who maybe missed our show uh, last week or the week before last, we talked about this. 
now that we have all these different quote syndromes around the world, you know, people dying, dropping dead, uh, obviously, yeah. And whether it's a, you know, a soccer field or it's in the gym, uh, pretty much anywhere, you know, not, not every person dying is dying because of, you know, vaccines at all, by no means. And likewise, same thing when there was a so-called pandemic, right? And we had the, the major, um, the major pandemic at the very beginning, not everybody dying was dying of COVID-19. I don't think anybody was dying of COVID-19. They were dying of other things, largely lifestyle decisions and being old and all that. But listen to this. Now that there are so many different issues, we have uh, increased uh, cardiovascular problems, particularly for children, respiratory issues, neurological issues, all these things. Uh, Four articles here. This is back in May. Highly reactive chemicals discovered in the atmosphere. New chemicals, they're called hydrotrioxides, Mike. And these chemicals, according to earth.com, I believe it's .com, not .org, the scientists suspect that trioxides are able to enter into tiny airborne particles, aerosols, and be inhaled, which would lead to and do lead to cardiovascular and respiratory diseases. Then there's another article here just a few months later in mid-November, soil fungus that causes respiratory infections. Oh, soil fungus that came out of absolutely nowhere. And then here is, uh, this was actually, I think the next, uh, or excuse me, this was three days before the soil fungus. Uh, Climate change is worsening neurological diseases, literally. And then here's the most recent. This was from the 7th of December. So last Wednesday, people are getting sick with mystery illnesses, but it's not COVID, RSV, or the flu. We're not sure what it is. Um, well, it's a lot of things, and certainly vaccines have something to do with it, but a lot of it is uh, really bad lifestyle decisions, uh, being afraid, being scared, being beaten down, traumatized, and kept in a state of perpetual fear for the last three-plus years. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the psychological attack also of living in uh, a fear-based uh, economy, a fear-based daily living, you know, the amount of Gen Z's and millennials that have anxiety issues have what quadrupled. Oh yeah. It, it, easy, easily. It's, it's almost like everybody now stomach problems, you know, anxiety issues. It's no wonder people fill out of their bodies. It doesn't mean that you're the opposite sex. It just means that you have a lot of issues you need to deal with and putting on a dress isn't going to help. Right. And then also believing everything you see on CNN is, not going to help your panic attacks either uh, because you know, you're watching propaganda meant to fear uh, scare you and that's going to resonate subconsciously. Right. I mean, yes, normal people, normal lives that people have anxiety and panic attacks, but uh, we're seeing it as a full blown pandemic of this stuff because of just the fear induced uh, world, uh, you know, or at least what our government has been pushing ever since uh, the 9-11 attacks, which is, gave people, you know, PTSD syndrome and uh, many other uh, anxiety issues, you know, and that really hasn't stopped. So according you know, to the church... We went, right into the, we went right into the Iraq war, right? Yes, yes. And then we went into... Then we went Justified into by a lie. Of, yes, definitely, for sure. Then we went to like what major hurricanes, uh, Katrina, causing more uh, anxiety. It just, it just, it, it keeps going, 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 going. Recession of 
housing uh, market collapse 2008. Bam, uh, you know, then roll into uh, COVID. It's just uh, they keep doing it. Well, you, know? well, you, you, you miss two things. Uh, you have Obama and then you have Donald Trump, which they have. Uh, I think, in my opinion, people are more obsessed with Donald Trump who don't like him than people who actually like him. Like people are rabid. I, I've seen people like shake because they can't they can't even be next to somebody who is a Trump supporter. It's I mean, it, it's it's like an obsessive compulsive hatred. It's like uh, per, perpetual two minutes of hate. It's, yeah, it's like treating Trump as like the Antichrist. And you know what? The the good news here is, and I wanted to bring this up because we talked about, oh, uh, maybe it was 10, not 10 years ago, nine years ago, something like that. Uh, we did a, uh, a show in Orlando when we were talking about how the flu vaccine, this seems off topic, but just hear me out. The flu vaccine was 16% effective and we played the doctor uh, on CNN uh, we had when we had that clip back then. And uh, another report from this year, According to advisory board, it says the flu vaccine is in 2022, 16% effective according to the CDC, which last time I checked, that would mean it is, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, 84% ineffective. And in all that time, all that time, Mike, it's still only 16% effective. You would think that they would have perfected this by now and apparently not. No, it's buy one, get one free. And then take five or six other boosters because the vaccine is waning, right? I mean, I just remember seeing signs at CVS out front marketing, you know, buy, buy one flu shot, get one free. <laughs> we'll give you 10, I mean, we'll give you $10 off your purchase or 20% off your purchase or something like that. Yeah. Not concerned with their health at all. Right. They're, they're the government cares about your health. So much so that if you get your, your, your vaccination, you, you can go to McDonald's and get a free hamburger. That's how much we care about your well, health. Look, look, look at that. Look at that. You're right. Hamburger or cheeseburger or French fries, or you get the Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme donut. I'm not saying that, you know, you're, you're a piece of garbage for eating those things. I just think that those things are pieces of garbage, but that's my opinion. But the point is when you do things like, let's say obsessively compulsively take those shots and those vaccines that clearly don't work and people are sincerely obsessed with doing these things, they, they sincerely believe it, you are committing an act of self-harm against yourself. Uh, when you do things like, you know, when we have so many people on prescription drugs and you have someone like Herschel Walker, maybe he's not the best guy in the world. I don't know the guy, but he breaks with Republicans and Democrats and says, you can lower the cost of insulin or work with companies and pretend that you're lowering the cost of insulin. It doesn't matter if you don't eat right, then it doesn't, the insulin isn't going to do what it needs to do. Your body still can't heal itself. So, you know, when you do things that are harmful to yourself, that to me, to bring this around full circle, that to me is really the definition of Satanism. It is basically self-sabotage. It is uh, self-harm. It is that unapologetically sloven, greedy, wrathful, slothful behavior of, of the goblin or the goblin mode. It's basically suicide and depression and anxiety and worry. And those things are pumped into our brains, um, you know, like jelly into a donut. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, these statements have confirmed that abortion is a satanic ritual and should be protected under religious freedom laws. So they sent out this tweet, the satanic temple 
attacked the Texas abortion law, arguing that it violates their freedom to perform abortion rituals, quote, unquote. I wish I was a lawyer. I wish I was a judge. I wish I would be able to hear that case or argue against it. You have a, you have a religious, not only, yes, like you just said, Mike, they're setting the precedent. They're acknowledging that abortion under any circumstance, any amount of time, you know, five weeks or 20 weeks, they're acknowledging that it is a human sacrifice to them. But it's ridiculous because you don't have a right to murder somebody or to kill something else. I mean, can you imagine if, you know, if, if you found someone who was, you know, living next door to you, I know you have a, you have a, a, a dog, uh, you good, good pals with your dog, Mike. And if your neighbor was ritually murdering, you know, German shepherds once a week, like I'm pretty sure that, I mean, you would think that like the animal rights people would be upset about that. This guy might be arrested for animal abuse, animal cruelty, but if you just claim, oh, I'm killing these animals because it's a religious right that I have, you know, you extend that to humans. I'm killing people because it's a religious right. Then anybody who's ever been, you know, tried for murder should just say, well, I, yeah, I strangled her and then I slit her throat or, you know, I, you know, I stabbed him a hundred times. But, you know, it, it, it wasn't that the devil made me do it. It was that I did it for the devil and it's my religious right. They just need to turn that, turn that around. The devil didn't make me do it. I did it for the devil. So I'm off, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. And remember what, you know, Mark Cassio said, who used to be a Satanist and got, uh, I don't think he got very high because they asked him to do some stuff. He was like kind of mid-level Satanist, but he went to some of the group meetings there in uh, that Philly area. And he talked about that, um, you know, this is not, uh, just uh, some teenager, you know, uh, with a pentagram necklace. He went to these meetings where there were doctors, lawyers, police officers, police chiefs, fire people, uh, people that you would least expect to be a Satanist, right? doesn't mean that uh, those people are necessarily evil. It just means that uh, they're not open about what they practice, right? So the police chief of, let's just make up a city, you know, Dallas, Texas, it's not going to be open that he's a Satanist. I wonder why, too. <laughs> because those kinds of practices, and again, this is not all Satanists, and it certainly isn't pagans, but those kinds of practices, it's pretty obvious, are abhorrent. You know, not many people would agree with those things. So they do them in secret. They do them in private because the general public would like, re, they would have a reflex action to reject that, which is kind of how, like, my physical body responded to seeing the images on. Uh, Loda Volkova's Instagram page or Michael Borman's paintings. Like I can't even look at that stuff where you've got either the paintings of cannibalism and children being ripped apart, or you have actual human beings strapped to chairs being tortured. And I don't think that those images are staged photographs. I think that's probably a child actually being tortured. I'm pretty sure that that was a child's bedroom in that one image on her Instagram which was covered in blood. Someone probably was murdered there. They probably made a snuff film and she just puts a photograph of it on Instagram. So it's like they can, t they, you can murder people and torture people and call it a religious right. You can murder people and torture people and call it art. And we need to start calling it what it is, murdering people, raping people, torturing people, particularly children because they're pure of essence, right? These are things that are associated with the very opposite of religion. They are a demonic, 
a diabolical and evil and a grotesque yeah. uh, expression of a soulless shell. And th- th- this is not a protected right. These people are out of their minds. Right. For sure. I think that, uh, you know, it's part of a death cult society. And even uh, with Tassio said that, you know, if you're not a Satanist, they consider you like a, a dog. Goyim. You know, you're a, a goyim. Slave. Yeah. If you're not one of them, you're like a, a lesser being. So that's, uh, you know, that doesn't sound like a very friendly religion to me. No, I mean, and that, I mean, that kind of sounds like, um, sounds like a, a cult, but a really bad cult. And I think I, you know, it, it's again, might sounds like, sound like we're going to take a, a, uh, a different, a different Avenue here. But when you look at things like I read this on uh, Friday, uh, the, the, the Biden nuclear official, Sam Britton, I'm sure you've seen this person, whatever he, she is, uh, uh, Sam Britton, who is a, the energy department official, uh, and, and this guy, the deputy assistant secretary, uh, working for the department of energy, uh, the office of nuclear energy, this guy or a girl or whatever he is, uh, he's now been, uh, I guess he's been accused of stealing a second, uh, piece of luggage. And, uh, I don't know if you heard much about this story, but the point is you look at someone like that, this guy's in charge of like nuclear technology and secrets in the department of energy. You look at people like, uh, Rachel of Levin, who the Babylon Bee gave man of the year, you know, people that they have, they're hold that voice like this. And you know that they, they really like children, you know? And it's like, who are these people? Who is, you know, Jean Pierre? Oh, she's openly gay and openly black. I read an article. Well, how could she not be openly black? She has dark skin. She's openly black. That's not a, a, a virtuous thing. She just has dark skin. It's not virtuous to tell people that, you know, this is my sexuality. I don't consider that even in a time when maybe people would have been assaulted for that. It's not a virtuous thing to be yourself. You know, it's, it's not a virtuous thing to constantly tell people you're better than them. All these things, whether it's the Biden nuclear official guy um, whatever the guy's name is, Sam Britton, or it's Rachel Levine. You look at these people that, I mean, that is, that reeks of Sabbatian Frankism. It's perversity, it's confusion, it's depravity, it's pedophilia, it's human sacrifice, it's confusing the male and female, which ultimately prevents, you know, new life from coming into the world, which is kind of the whole point of Satanism, which is in, you know, in, in, it intends to invert uh, natural processes. So it would make sense that these people that don't like children that, that prey on the, the, the young, uh, and that want abortion as a religious right, which the church of Satan says that they do the church of hell, whatever you want to call it. Um, it shows you that, that these are soulless, spineless worms. These are husks that are possessed by something that is non human. That is not of this world. That, that is my take, Mike. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, gender fluid, uh, what's his name? Bald gender fluid guy that was stealing the luggage. Brit, the, I the mean, he's Britain, like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Sam, something, yeah. Sam, Samuel, I mean, he's, Samuel, he's the devil. Part. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's making six figures and you're going to steal people's uh, luggage. I think he got caught twice. Yes. Stealing luggage. And then he said, um, 
Well, I made a mistake uh, that uh, one time, that the second time I got called, I think it was the second time, where he said that, well, I accidentally took the wrong bag, but he boarded the flight. He didn't have any luggage on him, so he lied. Mm-hmm. That's that's the guy you want running the Department of Energy? Yeah, that makes yeah, that's the, a lot yeah. of sense. So the Republicans are actually asking for uh, the Democrats to you know, fire him immediately and to put uh, petty partisanship aside and do the right thing for America and, and fire this guy. This, this person is a freak, just like Rachel Levine. They are freaks. And, I, and, and you know, if there are people that really have the, the feelings that these people claim to care for and portray, but they don't represent those people. These people are monsters and predators. For sure. For sure. And she can't even... You know, it's so funny, the body language of that woman where she knows she's lying. Which when one? She immediately, yeah. Oh, man of the year. Okay. She knows, oh, no, the press secretary. Oh, that one. I, I can't keep up. You're saying man. You're saying woman. I, I'm all over the place. Uh, the, yeah, the, one, the, black, the one who's the black woman. Who's openly black. Show Bob yes. haircut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, she, um, so I want to call it sideshow Bob. Um, when questions are asked, where she knows she has to lie, she looks down first. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that? And I then have. Yep. yep. Body language. <clears throat> yeah, she's uh, so it makes you think. I mean, uh, just for like a just just a normal person, right? For normal people, it doesn't really matter how much money they they just couldn't go up there, stand in front of people, and just lie daily, right? But for these psychopaths and sociopaths, it, it's easy. Uh, but the, the 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 thing that's very bad is these are the people that are in our government. <laughs> these are the people running corporations, basically running the world, running banking structures. They're all the same. You know, they're soulless. You're, you're soulless and certainly psychotic. And I also think for people like Levine, I I think maybe they are he is because that's what he is. He is not she is. I think he is mentally unstable and definitely psychotic. I think people like Sam Britton, I think people like Jean-Pierre, I, and I do not intend, nor I don't care if this is an offensive statement, but I, I, I really truly think that those two people in particular are mentally retarded. And I think that this, they're using actual retarded people as shields against whatever rubber stamp they want to put on something. It's like Antifa when they use someone in a wheelchair to advance their 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 line in a protest. That's what they're doing. They're taking mentally ill people, if they're not retarded, uh, mentally ill people, and using them to advance their agenda. And they're showing you how much power they have over you because they can do this kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, if you want to learn about first, you, you got to know the enemy, right? But if you want to learn about Satanism and actually the main tenets of Satanism, one being, um, like I said before, ego and selfishness. Um, I would, uh, just go ahead and YouTube Mark Passio, uh, type in Satanism. He's got a couple of, um, presentations that he, he's done with a uh, very good PowerPoint where he breaks down, uh, the main tenets of Satanism. And, and you can see that this is something that you definitely don't want, um, any type of kid or children to be involved with. So, well, if I, uh, if I, if I may, that, that makes me think too, like there's a difference between someone who's like a quote drag queen. There's a difference between like the Hoover types. And when you see some of these so-called drag queens where they're wearing like horns and sharp teeth, like they're dressing like a personification of a demon. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, that is. But we know we satanic. we know words. Some of this ties back to. I mean, if you want to, you know, really get into this, some of this ties back to. Uh, of course, Satanism is tied to black magic, right? How these rituals and everything else, memoirs um, and whatnot, and all that is tied back to. I'm going to say it because it's true. It's Jewish mysticism. That's where it all. If you if you if you track it all, it's where that black magic. These rituals are coming from. Um, so it's funny to me that when you see these names that support this agenda, it, it starts to make sense, right? Because that's where it's coming from. So, and if you see the names that uh, you know want to sep- want to separate man and woman and preach uh, feminism and um, you know put that put that fence between uh, a man and a woman and that sacred, you know, feminine, sacred, masculine, it, you just look at the names again, that uh, the people in the 60s and 70s that were, uh, you know, putting this feminism agenda to the forefront, you know. it's That's a whole nother show that we can talk about because, as you know, um, it, it could take a, an hour or two just this, to talk about. But Yeah, this is Sabatian Frankism again, too, as it's just a right, term that I, right, term that so I use. Just, Yes, that's exactly what you mentioned earlier. These Frankists, I, it's it's amazing, you know. When you start, you know, like we've been putting to you know the dots together for a long time, so it's not really. When I see these names and I see these agendas come up, and I, I see these 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 things, uh, it's really no surprise to me. When I see these movies in Hollywood and uh, the depictions of Christianity, and you know, peeing on the Virgin Mary and and then you see who directed the film. It just, it makes sense. And you're you know, not even, yet. we're out of time, but you're, are, are you a Christian, Mike, for listeners who don't know? Are you a Christian or where, where's your point of view coming from very quickly here? I don't believe in any type of organized religion. I go straight to the source and that source is God. So God and I have a, have a relationship uh, and uh, the spiritual aspect for sure. Uh, do I believe in some of the values of Christianity? For sure. But uh, I am not affiliated with any organized religion. Um, I have a, there's no middleman um, for me. I go directly to God. So Directly yeah. to the source, no middleman, no third party. Exactly. All right. Well, I try to do that here on the secret teachings too. I mean, I'm not a Christian. People get on me about that or people get on me because I'm not this or that. I'm just a but human. I respect, and I'm, I respect Christianity and I see when. Uh, agreed. Agreed. That particular religion is getting, uh, I guess the word picked on. Yeah, and there's but a, basically uh, rooted out of existence by an, uh, you know by someone else. I, I, I don't think that is, is fair at all. There's going to speak on it. There's a non-human force behind that energetically. Mike D, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Yes, sir. All right, we'll do it again sometime soon. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings www.thesecretteachings.info rdgable at yahoo.com tst radio at protonmail.com also tst underscore underscore radio on twitter stay safe stay informed stay healthy and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast don't forget our subscription deal and book deal it's all discounted still until the end of the month at the secretteachings.info website we'll talk to you tomorrow night
If you're looking for a great gift that keeps on giving this year, check out one of my four books for the holiday season. Occult Arcana is a monumental collection of esoteric and occult lore. The technological elixir looks at UFOs, demonology in the music industry, and the soul and spirit in relation to modern technology. Liberty Shrugged, my new book, takes you on a historical journey through the concepts of natural liberty and provides a different angle on the American Revolution. Food Philosophy explores food industry propaganda, advertising tricks, and geoengineering. Get all four books only at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. That's thesecretteachings.info. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable.